Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. On LOL Radio, it is time for us to investigate the weird wide world and as uh, we're celebrating the fact that the Melbourne International Comedy Festival is back in action, joining us on the phone, we have Jared Gandry to talk about his Melbourne International Comedy Festival called Incoming, which uh, kicks off next week. So a uh, big LOL welcome to you, Jared. How's it going? Hello, LOL. It's lovely to be back on. How are you going at your end? Fabulous. Yeah, we're in very high spirits with... The festival in full swing now. It's uh, it is the best time of the year. It's an exciting time, and it's so. I think after the last couple of years, um, we had the festival last year, but it was very subdued. But it's good to see the city alive again, like the CBD. That's it. Um, I was having a walk around. There's people out. There's people throwing up on the street. It's Melbourne. It's back. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> <laughs> there is cassette shops full of full of uh, drunkens and scumbags, and I'm loving it. Yeah, this is the first time I've kind of been back into the Melbourne CBD for about two years. I know back in, I think, to May, I think 2020, I came down and the streets were empty. Like it was nothing was happening and it was so eerie to be there. But then, yeah, going down the other day, I had to, you know, I was bumping into people and there was people shouting at other people in the street and I'm like, it's back. It's all good. The world is healed. Yeah, that's it. It's incredible to uh, just be back doing comedy again. This is my third time at being a professional comedian. So I turned professional comedian in January 2020. Impeccable timing. Quit all my Perfect job. Perfect Oh, well, yeah. What better time and to do it? And then had the first lockdown and then we had a break and I went, that's it. I'm rolling my sleeves up and I'm doing it again. <laughs> and then we got another we yeah. got another time and I went back to another job and I, I'm back. So I'm, I'm bloody excited, and if it ha- if anything happens again, I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the last time we spoke to you on uh, LOL, we, we did delve a little bit into uh, your history. You had some pretty kind of snap changes in, in your, your career from, uh, I believe there was chefing, and uh, of course, a lot of what this year's Comedy Festival show is based on is uh, your time serving in the Army. Yes, yeah, so I went from being an infantry soldier, specialising in calling in essentially artillery rounds and blowing things up to then changing from that to becoming a chef to then changing from that to being a stand-up comedian. So my income has been steadily declining <laughs> Decreasing. <yeah. laughs> over the years. So I think my next, I don't know what my next job will be, something for free. I, I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. You'll be handing <laughs> out dollars on the street or something. <laughs> Mum, yeah, I'll be I'm selling a big issue soon. Um, <laughs> Mum's worried, uh, but... <laughs> it's been I like to keep challenging myself and doing new things but I found comedy now which is I like comedy because you can never master it yeah yep. and you're changing your material and as soon as you like something and it starts working you get bored of it and then it's time to throw it away and start again so that's it. I was listening to um, a podcast and the comedians are talking and they use the line kind of almost as a cliche because they get told it so many times that when you're doing comedy or any type of artistic performance or stuff, you are using every other skill you've had in your life to put on stage. Is that how it feels with uh, your stuff? 
I feel I feel like every exactly when you want to do comedy, there's so much that's been done. Yep. And the only original subject that I think is left besides current affairs that happen yep. on the day is your own experience in life. Yeah. You know, like I think you would have seen this with the whole Will Smith situation. Like that happened, and within 45 minutes, like every joke being oh, yeah, exactly. done. Gone and that is the like every funny person in the world was just on the one subject, right? Yeah, yeah. So it just goes to show, like, when you're doing comedy, because like, we call it mining for information. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like yeah. A, you need to go find little nuggets of fun. And uh, for me, that's always going back. Yeah. And, uh, sifting through, like an archaeologist, you know, like <laughs> dusting away, find a little bone, and you're like, wow, is this going to be a dinosaur or is it going to be just a chicken wing, you know? And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it. certainly a very unique story, though. I, I can't think of any other serving members who've gone into comedy. I know there's, you know, uh, the comedians will go and perform for the troops, but uh, you've certainly got uh, a very different story to be able to share. I think Chris Franklin was in the Navy. That's a yes, very that's good right, point. Yeah. Yes, he was in um, the Navy. But he's very unclear <laughs> about how he got out of the Navy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it might have been his choice. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, no. <laughs> I, I don't quite be on that, but I think um, Chris is there. There's a couple of, I've come across a couple of uh, people sort of in the open mic scene around Australia. Yes, yeah. We kind of find each other. But as far as, um, yeah, military, like army soldiers, I think I'm one of the only ones. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, that's it, yeah. It's like, because then I know that no one can do my material. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yep. There is no, there is no <laughs> one to steal the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is a show, of course, for everyone, but uh, people who've got members who uh, have served in the army or uh, have their own experience with a military background are definitely going to see a, a different insight into your comedy. I've done it in Adelaide and I've done it in a couple of um, regional areas. And what people have been telling me is that if you haven't been in the military, it's amazing to put, pull the curtain back and have a look yep. at another side of the world. Because I feel like when we look at military in this country, it's like, you know, it's Anzac Day, it's parades, it's medals, and there's not much of the other story mm-hmm. kind of behind the scenes, and that's very much what I'm giving. And uh, so civilians have been coming up and being like, oh, wow, that's really funny. I never knew that you had to, you know, stand in a hallway every morning in your underwear and that sort yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get the military side of the people going like, oh, yeah, that's normal. I didn't realise anyone thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You'd probably become, yeah, so so indoctrinated into the, the system you forget what normal yeah. is. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, you're performing for a two-week run starting next Monday. All dates except for Sundays? All dates except for Sunday. Um, uh, some people don't do Easter Friday. I am, and you can't come. It's sold out, so yeah. um, don't worry about that. <laughs> um, and I'd also like to say um, two free tickets to whoever you deem, if anyone have any audience members that want to come, yep, um, I'm happy to leave that in your hands, and I'm just happy to see you guys there. Just come, Seriously. take it day after this. We Excellent. can definitely organise that. Thanks again, Jared, for uh, having a chat tonight. Absolutely, it's always a pleasure. And uh, we'll catch you at the first. See you then.